My mom always thinks I'm being too hard on myself in this podcast. No. I mean, she, you know, she's not wrong, probably. She's probably, she's not. But uh, she took real issue with <laughs> my going on about how homely I was in sixth grade. <laughs> but she pointed out that uh, in the summer of 1992, I had put in by the orthodontist oh. something called a palate widener. What? I had a crossbite. A crossbite? Yeah. What do you... That's, is that a relationship from your of your top teeth to your bottom teeth, or it's, of your no? It's like teeth a, on the it's same. like a lateral misalignment. It's when your bite is shifted. Oh, okay. Like, you I know, see. an underbite. I see. A, it's an not an underbite or overbite. It's it's, it's a, a cross it's a lateral bite problem. So I had a palate widener, which, like it sounds, it widened the top of my palate. But in the process, it pulled my teeth apart slowly. Mm-hmm. Did it push them out as well, or just to pull them apart for me? I guess <laughs> probably everything. Yeah, I think everything. But there was a point at which I could stick my full pinky between my two front teeth. <laughs> it's too far. I was really not pleased with the, yeah. the results. Okay, so that's an explanation for your teeth. <laughs> yeah, I can't explain away. <laughs> I can't explain away the rest of it. <laughs> Sandy, I'm sorry. When I look at that, the first thing I see is my teeth. And uh, then I, I mean, go to the other problems. Yeah. But so, does, so does everyone else. <laughs> yeah. But you have, today, mm-hmm. turned into a very handsome man. So, Sandy, you hear that? Your son grew up to be very handsome. <laughs> so, it's a regular ugly duckling yeah. tale. Jedediah is a man. Who once was a boy And he wrote down all his feelings In a diary to enjoy Now he's reading it again Reading it for you Maybe you'll recognize yourself too Jetta Diaries Jetta Diaries That's the name of this podcast And now the song is through My argument Back to my mom was that, listen, it's fine. We all have awkward phases. Maybe they're not as identifiable. Like in my mind, I went through a very acute, awkward stage. I can identify like the years, you know, where I kind of went through it. Did, did you have a period where you just felt like ungainly? Or? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I think I just looked, I don't, I don't remember ever feeling like a stranger in my own body. Oh, although I do know that I, I grew chest hair before, before. most everybody oh, else. Really? I remember being... You know, today, as an adult man, I've got a very thick, full uh, chest of hair, mm-hmm. as you know. Yeah. Sorry. It's like a Tom Selleck sort of situation. <laughs> when my chest hair started to make an appearance, yeah. you know, in, I guess, probably seventh or eighth grade, mm-hmm. the sort of the vanguard was just simply a, like a small rectangle right in the middle of my chest. Oh, yeah. I think I remember uh, that. Between my pecs. Yeah. Just like it was just a tuft. Uh-huh. Only in the direct middle of my chest. Yeah. Since then, it has spread a bit. But yeah, I do, I remember being picked on in the in, in the oh. gym in the you know really? changing, changing from gym because of that. I hope I wasn't one of the. I mean, you may have been. That's okay. okay. Yes, yeah. it was. You know, look at the freak. Yeah, <laughs> little patch. <laughs> yeah, the island that was an island of hair for a while. Yeah, the way that you just kind of effortlessly refer to it as the island makes me think that maybe you referred to it as the <laughs> island back then, growing up. Is yeah. that true? I mean it. <laughs> Yeah, it it like materialized in my brain in a, as you said, in an effortless way. (laughs) There was no searching about for a metaphor. It was just there ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what you do. We made fun of your teeth, probably. You made fun of my chest hair island. Mm -hmm. It's, that's what kids do. I was frightened. I was lashing out because I was frightened. Yeah. And you had no chest hair of your own. Nobody did. Right. 
I was the first Chester boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Matt was the first among us to, to be able to grow a beard. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mentioned uh, the Ugly Duckling. The story of the Ugly Duckling is, you know, here's the, the elevator pitch for the Ugly Duckling. <laughs> yeah. Very ugly baby duck. Everyone makes fun of it for being so ugly. Mm-hmm. It's super sad about it. One day, turns out it was a swan all along mm-hmm. and is more beautiful than all the other ducks mm-hmm. as an adult. Yeah. That's the story, right? That's yeah. basically it. What's that story? What's the moral of that story? What is that story trying to teach us? What is the lesson? Who knows? The lesson is, the lesson is don't be sad if you're ugly today. Because <laughs> someday you could be very pretty. That's the literal lesson. Oh, okay. But I think you could extrapolate sure it goes much and say, you know, if you feel, I don't know, if you feel bad about yourself now, like one day you could you could really come into your own. Is it, is it literally it, it gets better? Yeah, maybe. I think, yeah, on its surface, it to, to me, it's like, I mean, it's a short story. Uh-huh. The hero is this, quote, ugly duckling right. who is sad about being ugly. Mm-hmm. I think the lesson is, like, if you are a child and you feel deficient in mm-hmm. some way, mm-hmm. just wait. Yeah. Just wait a couple years yeah. and things are going to be okay. Yeah, that's a good lesson, you know? actually. It is on its surface. It still is very superficial. Yeah. Like, the ugly duckling is made fun of for not looking like the other ducklings yeah. and once it grows into an adult swan mm-hmm. the thing that makes you different now so it's not like you're ugly now you're going to be like attractive oh, 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 later oh, oh. it's like the thing that makes you ugly now uh-huh. is what's going to make you stand apart oh and, and i like, like that beautiful yeah, later. yeah 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 less yeah. beautiful i mean right less beautiful in the superficial sense but like you're gonna stand apart in a good right. way so for example your teeth which right. made you look ugly 25 years ago yeah. make you look handsome today <laughs> yeah and my little patch of chest hair right which caused mockery back then yeah is adored you know by by all today <laughs> yeah yeah it's just sort of a way of of, of recasting your your weaknesses and strengths mm-hmm. um, wikipedia says that the story is beloved around the world as a tale about personal transformation for the better okay i like our reading of it better but yeah the baby swan doesn't do anything yeah it just gets older right it's just inherent to being a swan yeah that it is unattractive as a baby and attractive as an adult mm-hmm so, yeah, I think, tra- I mean, transformation as in, you know, through the natural course of time, sure. Yeah. But I don't, it's, the swan doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, to me, transformation indicates, personal transformation implies a kind of right, like ag- a agency. Yeah. So I like your, I like your reading better yeah. in that it is like something inherent to oneself yeah. that may seem like a deficiency. Yeah. When you're younger, you know, like somebody who someone who reads all the time when right. they're young and everyone like calls them a nerd and they don't have a lot of friends ends up, you know, getting a graduate degree, being like mm-hmm. an incredible scientist or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that be- because of that skill they had growing up that seemed like yeah. something to be ashamed of. Yeah. What initially seemed like a flaw in the story, which is why does it have to be a swan? Like, why would, you know, why couldn't it just be like, this is an extraordinarily ugly duck among its duck brothers and sisters. Yeah. That difference is like crucial right, to right. that. Right, because then it would just be for no reason. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it would be like maybe about the duck, actual ugly duck, like working really hard to become right. more like conventionally attractive, <laughs> yeah. which is not a good lesson <laughs> no. to give. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I like that reading very much. And yeah. perhaps that's the reading that everyone uh, has has already just, arrived we're just, yet? We're just idiots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either way, mm-hmm. this is week 24 of the Jedediah Diaries, and I am your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Pocket. 
so this is the weekend before our sixth grade graduation. Mm-hmm. The day I'm about to read is Saturday. Mm-hmm. One weekend left is sixth graders, and then we, we graduate in a half day yeah. on Monday. Yeah. I have to think we're picking out our clothes. <laughs> Although, when you see the pictures, which we'll post online, <laughs> I don't like the thought that I... Yeah. You wonder if we did or yeah, not. how much thought was put into it. <laughs> I'm certain now, between this episode and next week, you're going to have a conversation with your mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where she either tells you she chose out your clothes. Yeah. Or, you know, she just kind of argues that they're beautiful. <laughs> June 12th. I'm at my dad's. Mom is in Alabama. I've forgotten to mention, dad has Cinemax. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I guess the last time I wrote about it, I said he was going to. Oh, right. So sometime between that entry and this this entry, he, he actually got it. Was that just as simple as flipping a switch, or did the cable guy have to come in? I don't know. I have to imagine it was just a matter of a phone call. Yeah. Yay! I went to Lake Elmore with J, E, and Matt S. I got sunburned. (laughs) Lake Elmore was the nearby lake which will be mentioned i have to imagine many many more times. A summer summer staple. Getting, Getting an early start already. Yeah. Who do you think J and E are? Yeah, I don't know. Matt J- S is likely Matt J- Josie, I mean. Josie, but who's that E? Who is that E? I don't know. Huh. I don't it's know. not my mom. She's in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Mom, why were you in Alabama? I'd like to know. What business did you have in Alabama? <laughs> I went to Alabama because I had just gotten a job as the nursing information systems coordinator at Conley Hospital. We were going to put in a computer system, and we were going to be an alpha site, which I really didn't comprehend at the time, and I should have, like, run away really fast, (laughs) because it was like, that means, like, you're in the very beginning. I mean, I knew we were in the beginning, but I didn't realize the implication. Anyway, so the vendor was in uh, Mobile, so I used to go down there a couple times a year, so that's what I was doing in Alabama. It was a very hard thing to do, though. You know, change, change is always yeah. hard. And also, the, comp- the the internet was just a thing. It, the internet yeah, brand was new. like, right. And I remember my boss said to me, we sat around and we said, we hope this internet thing turns into something. Because <laughs> we'll have spent a lot of effort. <laughs> it won't be for anything. I know. I know. This internet thing better pan out. Otherwise, this was a huge waste of time. June 13th. Jason Allen is babysitting. Wow. My neck hurts. (laughs) My left thumb hurts. (laughs) Last day of school tomorrow. Yes! Yay! Yay! Jason's feet smell really bad. (laughs) I rented Out of This World and Clue for Sega. This entry feels like... A real sort of return to the classics yeah, to me. I'm being true. babysat. I'm complaining about parts of my body that hurt. <laughs> yeah. I'm renting video games. Uh-huh. You know, this is this is really like this. This feels like revisiting an old hit. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, re- I really like it. There's some comfort. Maybe, in this. Yeah, maybe you sensed it. It was time to go back to the basics <laughs> before I sort of like headed Graduate. off. Yeah, into this into this new frightening world. I wanted yeah. to have this diary entry that was like a little you know a little bit reminding us where we've come from. Yeah, before we go off. To <laughs> Where we're going. Yeah. June 14th. 
Yes. Yay. No more beep school. <laughs> Yahoo. Josie rented American G's. <laughs> I went to the beach with Tori, Matt, Will, Josie, and Dad. Matt, Tori, and I are in the same seventh grade class. We got the good news. We did it. Mm-hmm. No mention whatsoever no, the about graduation. the ceremony of graduating from sixth grade, which I know happened on that day. I can't believe it. I mean, I can believe it. Oh, God. Whatever happened in the first half of this day, mm-hmm. I decided like not, not worth for the diary. Yeah. The... Yeah. the, the what I deem worthy of recording picks up right after mm-hmm. we graduate from sixth grade because it's the <laughs> afternoon and then renting a video game and going to the beach. I know. Being excited the about video, school being video old. game. Not even a video uh-huh. game that you rented. <laughs> Josie. <laughs> I imagine the G stood for gladiators. gladiators yeah. So American <laughs> Gladiators, the video game. Do you remember going to the beach with me, Matt, Will, Josie, and Dad? I sort of, yeah, I sort of remember that. Well, before that. Sixth grade graduation. Tell me about our graduation. I can't. Uh, I mean, par for the course for yeah. me. It's not a surprise. I mean, I'm sure you remember it. I don't know how much there is to say. We had a lovely little ceremony that mm-hmm. morning. I mean, I remember little about it other than my mom wanted me to mention that I got a lot of awards. <laughs> what? <laughs> like what? Like, is that how it went? They said, Tori Puckhead. <laughs> yeah. And you walked up. Everybody and then, had like, to suffer through me getting And then they just like piled, piled plaque after scroll. Into your into your arms until we couldn't see your face anymore. You toddled off stage. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it. This is this is mm-hmm. a huge moment. Yeah. Is it? Maybe it's not. Maybe I mean I didn't write about it. You know, I put no importance mm-hmm. on graduating from sixth grade. I only mention it. The only mention of it is its absence, mm-hmm. is its completion. Mm-hmm. You know, and also this looking forward, this fact that. You and me and Matt are going to be in the same seventh grade class. Our scheme worked. Yeah. It's an accomplishment to graduate from sixth grade. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) No, it is. I mean, to me, like, it's something that has taken on more importance. Not the graduation itself, but, like, that period of transition. I realized sometime later that that summer was kind of like when our childhood ended and we sort of shifted into early adolescence well this has been the diary of a sixth grader up until today yeah and now it's the diary of a child in between grades yeah and that kind of closes that closes the door Mm -hmm. on the sixth grader experience Mm -hmm. i knew that we were going to change schools but we were all going to be together we're going to be in the same class i thought like we were going to blithely continue on the same sort of path that we'd been on and we'll get to it but i think we were in for kind of a rude awakening how wrong you were <laughs> but yeah months months to go right we have a while we have a nice buffer months to go until we need to worry about the perils of seventh grade mm-hmm. it's summer it's summer yeah we graduated sixth grade went home put on our trunks went to the beach. headed off to the beach mm-hmm. to get get summer started mm-hmm. June 15th. My class was on TV! (laughs) Wow! Tori came over. (laughs) Josie is a stupid, retarded putz. Putz. <laughs> I haven't heard that word yeah, in a long, very long very, time. Yeah, that's a 90s. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, you don't hear that anymore much. 
People are finding needles in Pepsi. <laughs> Nowhere near here, though. John Connolly is dead. <laughs> Who? You watched the news that day. <laughs> Looks like I did. Not only watched it and decided, but decided it was probably maybe right before sleep. Mm-hmm. The news was on, and mm-hmm. I decided for the first time. To include any information about the outside world, about yeah. what was going on in America at yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is, people are finding needles in Pepsi. Talk about a 90s. That's quintessential. Yeah. I think that's quintessential 1993, yeah. to be honest. I yeah. think that just happened that year. That's a public health emergency. My recollection of this, you know, doesn't go beyond much beyond that. Like in the news, mm-hmm. people were. There were stories about people finding uh, hypodermic needles inside their sealed cans of Pepsi Cola. Mm-hmm. What do you know about this? I remember people talking about finding needles in, as they say, Pepsi. I don't know why Pepsi. It sounds like I an mean, urban legend, but it was actually was it actually happening? I think it was reported there was a scare, and then I'm pretty sure that they determined that it was like a hoax, a yeah. series of hoaxes, yeah, like the, like. Hoaxes. But it ended up being, like, there was more than one story. There were stories everywhere. Yeah. I think it was one of those things that... Nowhere near here, though. I don't know if it got traction. It was reported once, and then there were copycat yeah. hoaxes, yeah. I think. So people who would, like, open their Pepsi, drop a needle in, and be like, hey, yeah. look what I found. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But nothing provable. And, like, was there ever actually... An original? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This reminds me of the urban legend from around the same time that people would talk about going to movie theaters and sitting on hypodermic needles that were on the seats i mean it was you know a bit of a satanic panic kind mm-hmm. of feel um this was also aids yeah I mean, this, this aids was like a big deal sort of the very, height of very, AIDS, the aids epidemic yeah uh who is john Con- Connolly? well if it's how do you spell it i think it's, it looks like c-o-n-a-l-i okay yeah, my, i mean there's no it doesn't matter i spelled it i probably spelled it wrong, it wrong. my only guess is john Connolly, who was the governor oh, yeah. governor of texas okay he, he was shot with jfk he was in the car with jfk when he was assassinated and he was shot he obviously survived but my guess is that until june 15th 1993 i don't know if that's true but that's my guess oh i'm gonna look it up okay how did i i mean i didn't know how to spell Connolly. i mean that is that's a phonetic spelling of Connolly. if mm-hmm. you want if you want to you know, <laughs> yeah bicker about it it's certainly c-o-n-a-l-i yeah i could you can read that as Connolly. he goes from like an irishman to an italian <laughs> Well, it almost looked when I saw it at first. I almost wanted to say John Cannoli. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, at my first thought was that it was um, just another AJ's World character that yeah. we'd killed off. <laughs> yeah, John Connolly, the 39th governor of Texas, died June fifteenth, nineteen ninety three. Oh, it was him in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. The only reasonable interpretation of this diary entry is that the news was on, <laughs> yeah, and there was a story about the needles and Pepsi, uh-huh. and John Connolly. Uh, governor of Texas has died. Yeah. Oh my God! This is this entry is chock full of stuff. What the class it? was on TV. So oh, it yeah, must yeah. have been the rollerblade, the rollerblade stuff story. on June fifteenth. A lot of important news stories. I can't believe they today. sat on that story. <gasps> That's it, though. That's why I was watching the news. Yeah. Oh right, right. <laughs> That's right. The only way to get me to watch the news <laughs> and pay attention to current events yeah. is if my class is on it. Like, this answer was staring us in the face this whole time. So it had to have been the rollerblade bit, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, what? where do you think those stories, like, fell in relation to one another? It's like, <laughs> this marks the 13th finding of a needle in a Pepsi can, and people sure are scared. In other news, John Connolly, former governor of Texas, has died today of pulmonary fibrosis at the age of 76. 
Meanwhile, in Morrisville, Vermont, <laughs> rollerblades <laughs> at school. Yeah. Chad's got the story. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even. I can't even conceive of how you would begin to tell a story about rollerblades. <laughs> June sixteenth. Nothing happened today. Josie and Will went fishing. Me and Dad went biking, and we went into an old, boarded-up sugar shack. There was a magazine from 1962. Christ, a lot of stuff happened that day. I know! I don't know. This really, I want to... What do you think my conception of something was Mm -hmm. at this point in my life? Mm -hmm. For me to... To go on what sounds like a very exciting adventure. Yeah. You know, I even put an exclamation point after that. Mag- like, we found a magazine from 30 years ago. That's exciting. I thought it was exciting then. Yeah. Why is that nothing? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Nothing happened today. Nothing. That itself is a very adolescent thing. Like, oh, how was school? Good. <laughs> you know, like what happened? Nothing. I think I might have had unrealistic notions of what what, yeah. what was what could possibly happen to me yeah, in a day. Yeah, yeah. You know, that for me to quantify going on a bike ride with my dad and going exploring an old building and mm-hmm. finding an old magazine is nothing. I don't know what you expected. June seventeenth, me, Dad, and Josie saw Jurassic Park. It is a very good movie. (laughs) Mom is back from Alabama. Yay. I am going to Circus Smirkus Camp on Sunday. Toria, I cede the floor to you. When we started doing this podcast, and I first had to collect my thoughts on 1993, (laughs) a few things jumped out at me. Mm. One of which, sorry to say, was the fact that Informer came out that year. (laughs) The other don't be, don't be sorry. The other big sort of like cultural event was the release <laughs> second of, only second to only the release to... of Snow's Informer <laughs> was the release of Jurassic Park. I was very nearly twelve. You were twelve. Like it hit at exactly the right time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like the timing was perfect. People who are you know fifteen years older than us talk about when Star Wars came out mm-hmm. and how it just was the mm-hmm. right time for yeah. them. And that was Jurassic Park was that movie for us. Yeah, it was. I remember seeing it three times in the theater, which I wanted to see it more. I I entreated my parents to let me see it more. As many times as possible. And they told me three times was enough. (laughs) It made me want to be a filmmaker. It made me want to be a paleontologist. It made me want to be a mathematician like Ian Malcolm in the movie. I just wanted every every last bit of it. It's a near perfect film. Yeah. It is. is I mean, it's wonderful. 25 years ago. I know. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. So today, Jurassic Mm -hmm. Park doesn't. Maybe just over over the period of twenty five years, and perhaps like sequel fatigue, mm-hmm. doesn't hold a very special place in my heart today. Yeah. It is a great movie, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it, but mm-hmm. um, I don't remember loving it as much as as you did. Yeah, back then. Do yeah. you, does that sound right, or did I have I just forgotten? I mean, Matt and I were rabid fans. You were a fan, but I don't think it spoke to you in the way that it spoke to Matt and me. Yeah, I had I had bigger things to think about, like Circus Smirkus Camp <laughs> right, yeah, coming up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, June 18th. Today is Friday. My tummy hurts. <laughs> I, I bought a Father's Day gift and card. Oh. Today is June 18th. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm really reaching this week. I feel bad that your tummy hurt. Thank you. I framed my awards from school. I bought a Mad Magazine. 
See, oh, looks like you're so not the you only one other. to get some awards from school. <laughs> what were they? What were they for? Just like good at math. <laughs> this, <laughs> I really love that I write both today is Friday and today is June 18th I know. On, on a diary entry where at the top of the page it's printed June 18th. Like I don't, not, not necessarily. <laughs> I wonder what I got my dad for Father's Day 25 years ago. Yeah. Father's Day for me, I know, is a very special day because my dad died when I was 13 years old. So as a result, I never really, I really never thought I'd be a father. And um, when I did become a father, I never really thought I'd be a good father. You know, I thought I would be inadequate because because I lost my dad. There was a lot of fear and apprehension about that. And I think, well, I think in, in recovery, I, 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 I recovered that and began to abstain from alcohol and drugs um, in 19... 19- 84. Uh-huh. So you, you were just really little. I think then I began to think that maybe I can do this. And, um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. I remember consciously thinking that I would kind of let you bring it out in me. And um, mm-hmm. that somehow that was inside there must be some potential in me to be a dad. And I would let you uh, bring it out. So as a result of that, the holiday, Father's Day, mm-hmm. was, I think, always a little bit of um, overvalued, supervalued, uh, super meaningful to me. <laughs> yes. And, and I, 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 um, I kind of like tried to pass that on to you <laughs> so you would make a big deal of Father's Day. You needed the acknowledgement. You needed the yes. kind of affirmation that you were doing a good job, that you were not screwing it up. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I that's remember. like an unashamed, <laughs> like, you know, thing. I proudly demand it, a card and present from my sons. Yes, yes. And it's worked out really well for me. <laughs> we're talking on Father's Day. Josie sent me a nice text on Father's Day. And, um, There's a present. Just a, oh, listen. There's a present on the way. There's a present on the way. You see what I mean? That's exactly (laughs) what I'm talking about. This is wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) You know, as I look look back on it, you know, my dad, even though we had only 13 years, it was 13 years of love. He loved me, and um, he made a point of of doing things with me and um, answering my questions and... um, you're making me feel special and loved. And, uh, you know, that, that really takes hold inside you. And I do believe that that's why, one of the reasons why I've had that to give to you and, and Josie and allow you both to bring that out in me. I, I think that if I wasn't um, in a very strong recovery um, from addiction yeah. during your lives, that it would have been a, a, a totally... A tragic and, and totally different uh, story. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't get to do this over. So yeah. This is one of the things that I feel extremely, extremely fortunate about that. Um, that I can look back on our life together, and um, and really, you know, feel proud and have uh, fulfillment about our relationship. I mean, it's one of my treasures in life. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Oh, I'm so glad. I mean, you've you've been you've been a great dad for as long as I can remember. So thank you. I love you. Yeah, no, I thank you, and I I, I love you uh, too. And um, I look forward to getting my gift on the project. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a couple days late. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is there a father in the story of the ugly duckling? Is there a family unit? It's mostly about the bird being bullied by its yeah. siblings. Yeah. Although, does it do its parents say something really beautiful? <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of. Tori's mom is calling. We're at, I'm at Jed's. We're doing the podcast. Hello, Sandy. Oh, hey, Jed. Sandy, do you remember the awards that Tori got at the sixth grade graduation? I mean, I remember him getting many, but I don't know. I'd have to look to see if I can find what they are. Okay. That would be great. Attendance, I have to think. <laughs> you got a lot of awards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you did. I believe it. I, I worked hard that year. Yeah. We got to finish up the episode. Tori will call you right back when we're done. Okay. Bye. Bye. Sixth grade is over. The mm-hmm. summer has begun. Mm-hmm. Our arms or walls are full of awards. <laughs> reminding reminding us of our past achievements. Our many achievements. Yeah. But, what, but what lays ahead of us? A vast expanse of summer. Yeah. It's almost like uh, we're in uh, the motorized Jeep mm-hmm. of our young lives, and we're, we're being ferried towards a big open gate mm-hmm. that's opening in front of us. Welcome to Summer Break. Jedda Diaries, the Jedda Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.